catchiest intro ever. What's up? What's up, guys? This is Eric and Mac in the Invasion Shorts. Or as Todd R. calls it, the fastest 30 minutes in gaming. Yep, yep. (laughs) But we try. We try, like the slogan says, solving gaming problems one game at a time. That's right. That's right. And there is our good friend, Alder. We're here to have a cup of coffee with yeah. us. Good morning, Alder. Good morning, sir. We are ready to go. All right. So um, it's pretty cool. We're kind of visiting something we've talked about a couple of times. So yeah. you guys we, may we back back. episode one. Yep. Um, you may have noticed that we were mixing up the shorts a little bit where we're inserting a game instead of a topic every oh about every three or four weeks we'll talk about a game instead of just a gaming topic and the last one we did was this is not a test recommended by alder so we talked about that one now this one this one is i think this is eric's proudest moment yeah i think so it is it, it is it is his proudest moment and we actually had somebody join you james joined you last um monday Monday or Wednesday in the group of being happy that they convinced Mac to get into a game. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, but as, as my friend Ray pointed out in the discord channel, uh, that's not really a hard thing to do. So what game are you so, so proud of Eric and tell us why you're proud of it. Well, today what we're talking about and what I I think there's the first game I got Mac uh, hooked on is urban manhunt by spectrum games and actually we had an interview one of our early early interviews with the creator of urban manhunt uh cynthia miller yep so if you guys want to go back on youtube and find it it's one of our early interviews with her and uh we talked all things urban manhunt and um yeah this is one of those games that i came across from another channel uh some some friends over in the uk and they, they used to do feature a lot of uh, like playthroughs of the game. So it was the first time I saw it and I was like, Ooh, what is this? And mm-hmm. you know, you, you watch it a little bit and see what it's about. And eventually I bought into it to see what it was about. And then after reading about it, I'm like, man, I got to get Mac hooked on this. So I told you about it and all the uniqueness of it. And uh, yeah, he, and, and, he went out for, bought that one. For those of you who are on the listening to the podcast podcast after this, you can't see this, but here's my three my three, three rule books. Rule books. There, there's no difference in these rule books except one of them's a <laughs> junkie, <laughs> junkie, junkie. <laughs> well, I did determine Monday night that I'm definitely not a collector because a collector doesn't necessarily play with their toys, and I gotta play with my toys. That's just all there is to it. I gotta play with my toys. But so. before we dive into uh, getting into Urban Manhunt, uh, you know what? I got to give a shout out. I got to sh- give a shout out to my local game store, Gift of Games. We're in their hat. Today is their official three-year anniversary of their nice. brick-and-mortar store. So if you guys want to go check them out, they actually have a web store, too. What? The Gift of Games. It's in Grays Lake, Illinois, about five minutes from me, which is cool. Um, and yeah, check them out at shopthegiftofgames.com. Shopthegiftofgames.com. So that's my little <laughs> plug for my local store. That's a good plug. That's a good plug. You gotta support the local stores, we, you know. We we got a plug today, too. We got a plug, which was really cool. Yeah. Our buddy Jim over on the tabletop engineer. Man, that was gave a pretty us good the, plug, too. That was, man. Wow. He made us he made us sound really good. I was like, man, I need to check that podcast out. So you know what? Talking Jim, about when you're listening to this in the car, we're happy we can make you giggle and laugh. <laughs> 
and go subscribe to his channel on YouTube because it's awesome. If you want to build some stuff, yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's been doing his um using his laser cutter a lot lately, and I'm like, man, that thing is so cool. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. But Urban Manhunt by Spectrum Games, which you guys can find at spectrumgames.com uh, is the website. And they have a little bit of information all there for you guys. Uh, and they actually have downloads you can do on there for free, which is yep. one of the things I did. But also on the website, you can find direct links to it is, um, was it War Game Vault? Right and and drive through RPG drive through those, RPG those both yeah. carry all of the Spectrum games and there's a bunch of other games they're RPGs but you can check those out too uh, yep. they all kind of have the same not theme but feel so let's talk about the feel of Urban Manhunt yeah so let's go over it. and I think this is this is what got me uh, the the setting I guess you want to call it. And I think I'm pretty sure this is what hooked you when I told you about this, what it was. So yeah. and you've done some little uh, some of the audio stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the reading you guys can find on our podcast uh, where Mac basically turns into one of the characters from the book and reads like a little <laughs> short bit. Yeah. But go ahead and give them the spiel. What is Urban Manhunt? OK, so Urban Manhunt is basically imagine total recall running man um and and every movie logan's run all of those movies balled up into one and that's urban manhunt yeah that's the 80s that's the setting and when i look at the cover of the book when i look at the cover and the back of the book you can you can definitely get the running man vibe off of that the announcer and everything yeah but the, the setting that you play on, the tables, these arenas that you have, reminds me of Escape from New York. Yeah, it does. I yeah. think in the storyline, that's what it was. is like closed off areas of cities right. that they turned into the arena. Right. Because it's just like slum buildings and, yeah. uh, you know, debris and stuff like that, where they hold this, it was it? It's 2040. Game. Yeah, game as a televised, brutal sport in the year 2049, where... Uh, you have these pretty much they're celebrities, right? Your hunters. Oh yeah. And they're basically, it's like chasing down the criminals. That's where it's this society in the future. Yeah. puts its criminals to participate in the urban manhunt. And, and I know that we've mentioned this before. Now we've, we've taught, we've done an interview with Cynthia, but we've talked briefly in the podcast on the, on the, um, phantom dice segment where we talk about 10 minutes about urban manhunt mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. the thing once i got the book i was like okay this setting is really cool i like it once i read the rules that was what really appealed to me because i think particularly in the indie game market it's hard to have something innovative you know what i mean yeah yeah you play so many different right you play so many games and there are so many similarities that when you've played five or six skirmish games you can almost predict once you read the basic rules how the game is going to progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can yeah. see what dice rolls are going to be made because mechanics tend to be similar. And the mechanics of this game are, are that. You know, there's they have lots of similarities when you're rolling dice and stuff, but that wasn't it. The thing was, is you're not actually playing against your opponent. Is no. what blew my mind. Yeah. Now, now you, you're competing against your opponent, 
but you're not playing against your opponent. And what I mean by that is when you're shooting on the table, you never once shoot at the person you're playing against. No, you are no. hunting down these criminals in this setting. And that's what you're doing. And the person with the most kills at the end of the game wins. Yeah. Cause you get points per kill. Right. And I I've always to looked at the game basically as, yeah, you're not in direct conflict with your opponent. Uh, whether it's, you know, you can go up from single player to four players, right? It's a race game. You're racing the clock because there's a, you know, the clock is your rounds, how many rounds the the game is. And you're just trying to score points as fast as you can uh, before yep. they take you out. So the criminals could take you out. Oh, yeah. In this. And you can steal kills from people. Uh, you yeah. can, they, if Eric and I were playing and he softened somebody up and they were almost dead, 30. I can step around the corner, pop him, boom, and I steal his points. But Alan of Discover Games and I were talking after we'd kind of introduced him to Urban Manhunt. And I think you could go well beyond four players if you if you set it up correctly and i think it would be a great convention game yeah it's a matter of just adjusting the uh so the way the crims work for you guys is uh it's a deck it's a deck that you're drawing cards based on uh there's like spawning points i guess you almost think of video games yep they're, they're they're tubes they're entry tubes where I think the criminals are popped in that is so neat that it's got like almost this ai that you know, in this that works with in its own system, and right. I think that would be easy enough to adjust based on number of players. Yeah, um, you could have team ups then too, even you know. Well, and and I love the criminals, which incidentally the new companion, which is available on Drive Through RPG for ten bucks, uh, has four new crim types in it. But the the names of them are perfect. They're what you would expect. They're criminals, right? These are people yeah. that that if they live, they get the opportunity to go free, or they could even become a hunter if they happen yeah. to be a particularly lethal criminal. But you got your petty crook, your cyborg bully, your pistol packing hoodlum, then you got your stealthy sniper, your cheap thug, petty crook, ninja assassin. So you got all these hardcore criminals, and then my favorite, crooked lawyer. He kind of looks like Ronald Reagan, too. I always thought that was kind of funny. A so, nice nod to the 80s there. Oh, yes, very much. And it, it screams 80s. One of the main characters is Neon Leon. And if Neon doesn't say 80s, I don't know what does. So uh, that's one of the that's one of the great, great parts about the game is those those crims and very, very full of character. Yeah, very full of character. And uh, one of the other high points was actually there's a contest in the Facebook group going on for this high point of the game. What's that, Eric? What's that contest? So, Cynthia put up there. I think it's going for about a week and a half more. So if you guys want to rush over there and see what it's all about, uh, she's doing a design your own crim contest. So uh, off top of my head, I don't know what all the rules and stuff are, but it's it's posted on the Urban Manhunt Facebook group. And yeah, you guys could have a chance to design your own crim that Cynthia will put in a future expansion, which actually I think she's, she's working on right now. Cause right. originally the companion that came out was going to be much bigger, but she decided to split it right. up a little bit uh, into the next one's going to introduce stuff like sponsors, you know, where you have your, right. your, uh, your stable of hunters and you think about your, your wrestling stable. Oh yeah. You know? So it's kind of like that. And 
you know, you can take a sponsor, uh, might be Huffman Worldwide. I don't Could know. be Huffman Worldwide. <laughs> so that's going to introduce some new game elements to it too. And um, the new companion that's out has a bunch of stuff. I was just glancing through it. There's right. alternative uh, ways to play the game, whether it's solo or, you know, changes up the rules a little bit. Um, but I think this game, especially with new stuff coming out, it has so much variability in it with those decks you know like one yes. something we haven't brought up was the event deck right which kind of simulates the you know you don't know what's going to happen in this kind of televised right. you know sporting event of i guess you call it <laughs> hunting <laughs> hunting man you're hunting so i i think that was one thing that we really liked about the game is just yeah every turn can be totally different you don't know what's going to happen um and you know, and then they have the element of the pods, you where you can race right. to and get like little bonus, you know, get reloads like, for your gun. Yeah, you get all kinds of like different a med kit, right? You know, to heal a little bit. And um, one of the things about it, I, I can I recall one game in particular that we played where I didn't even make it all the way out of my deployment zone. Did you get uh, kind of pinned down? I did. I got pinned down, but I ended up winning the game because I can't remember who I was using, but I had a long range weapon. I had like a sniper rifle sniper and, rifle. and I was doing exactly what I said I would do to you is whoever I can't even remember who I was playing against, but whoever I was playing against would rush in and they'd just beat the tar out of whoever it was. And then I'd shoot them and they'd go down and be like, Oh, Hey, thanks for the points there, buddy. I really appreciate Dirty. that. Dirty. Um, I would say that the only thing about Urban Manhunt that has a downside is the thing that you and I have actually talked about with independent games that don't have a miniatures line. And that's that once somebody buys the book, that's it. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing else for you to get until something else comes out. Now, there's there's definitely a plus side to that because it's miniatures agnostic. So you can use whatever you want. And that's great. Yeah. But it's like we've discussed before. It's really nice to have a game and go, oh, yeah, here, play this. And you can get these just because that helps. But the cool thing about the indie game market is that the people are doing it because they love it. And they're not doing it because they're trying to make money, money yeah. hand over fist. It's because they love what it is they're doing for the game. And what you know, going along with that miniature agnostic, you can uh, this game you can use the pre-generated characters they have yes. in the game. These little data slates that they have. But the cool thing also about it with miniature agnostic, say you find a, a figure that you just love, you want to find, or you designed on, you know, some three D uh, independent type design your own miniature thing, and you know, or, or Etsy where Eric loves to go. Or Etsy, yeah. <laughs> but you can design your hunter around that character and pick its, you know, its stats. You have so many points. You're building the character up and its weapons and abilities. So it it has like that RPG, you know, kind of feel to it where you're building your character. Yes, yes. And I think that's a neat thing about it too. So it's not just use any miniature you want, right. but you can kind of build to a miniature you really Absolutely. like. Yeah, you design your own design your own guy and then run with it. Um, I have one. Oh, I have a really I have a really cool model from <laughs> um, from the game Purgatory. Actually, there's one that maybe not too many people have heard of, but it's a clown and he's holding three balloons and he's got a Tommy gun. Yeah, and so I made that's my that's my personal hunter. And for 
Alder says, I started the stream having heard of the game, not thinking it was a game for me. Ten minutes in, and I'm opening another tab to look at the website. You're welcome, Alder. His wallet's probably hating you right now. <laughs> of course Yeah, we, we can't forget to mention this guy right oh, here. Heck no. Okay, so, yeah, this was the coolest thing. Now, as you guys probably know, we've... We, we, whenever we reach out to the indie developers, they're always so, so cool. And one of the things Cynthia did is when we first reached out to her was the first year of Coastal Con. It was a several months before. And we ran, we were running Urban Manhunt demos at Coastal Con. And for our swag bags that we did, she designed a special hunter, Rooster McCoy. You can only get Rooster McCoy at Coastal Con. Mm-hmm. That is, he is a Coastal Con exclusive hunter, Rooster McCoy. Um, and I think I still have, I, we've got the, fi- I've got the file, but um, I think I've still got 20 or 25 printed copies of Rooster. Yeah, I actually so, went to Hero Forge and made a figure of him. Yes, you did. And I still need to get my version of him as well. I don't know. Do we have a picture of him? I don't know. I didn't even think about bringing up Rooster McCoy. Your I model. Do. I do. If you want to chit chat, I'll go find it. All right. So one of the other things about the game that uh, that I liked is the control cards. So you have a set number of control cards when you throw them into the game. And that's where things happen. And it's basically steps. So you do restocking whatever pods there are, which is where your weapons are, the heals, all that stuff. Then you pull an event card, play out the event card. Then you place any new criminals. Then you do their crim actions and the AI tells you what they're going to do right on that card. And each one of them will have a a different set of parameters that they're going to do. They might attack you. They might hide. They might run towards cover. There's any number of things that they could do. And the cool thing about that is you don't know. So you could be right in front of the ninja assassin and you suck at hand-to-hand combat. And the next card comes out and you're like, I'm so dead. And they run and hide. Yeah. So you just, that's the thing. You just don't know what's going to happen. It's that, it's that random element introduced that, how do I say this? So sometimes in a game where I'm playing directly against you, I don't necessarily like too much of a random element. I like some because that's what dice rolling is. You know, that's random, but I don't like to control completely taken away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's a little different in here where the control's taken away because the AI is functioning for the bad guys. So it's not really like you don't have control. It's that you, you have an AI that's doing stuff that you're not expecting. And that's what kind of makes it that's what makes it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um I I like the the die system that it has and that how you can kind of um upgrade or downgrade your dice from yeah. whether it's a uh, a D8, D10, D12, you know, your characters go up and down based on, uh, you know, it could be event, the event cards, it could be right. terrain, it could be maybe an ability that will, you know, up those chances of yep. shooting or even defense when if you get too close to these guys. So I think that's a neat element of the game too. Cause, yeah, because some of them will in fact pull your head off and beat you to death with your head. I guess yeah. you'd already be dead once they pulled your head off, wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah, so that so they'd still beat you with it though, because they're criminals and they're they're having a very hard time trying to trying to escape. Um, but one of the things that I really like, and I 
I, I can't remember right now if it was introduced in the new companion or not, or if it's coming out in the next one that Cynthia was specifically working on. And that was elevation in play. And it's a new one. The Is new it the one. new? Okay. So yeah. this one's not out yet, but I know that that's coming. Or wait, no, it's the one that's just came out. This one, this can't companion yeah. that just came out. Okay, yeah. so the elevation is in this companion that just came out. And the thing that's so cool about that, that got me so excited when she first started talking about that was to for me, when I look at Urban Manhunt, I think of Snake Plissken and Escape from New York. Oh, yeah. I mean, every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I think about. And then I think about the elevation. And I love building tall tables, little two by two table that's three feet tall to play on. And I'm so excited about the elevation and building these ruined buildings, these skyscrapers and stuff and playing like that Yeah, with these tubes up on floors and the pods up way up on top, just all of these really cool elements to allow you to play three dimensionally. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I've experienced in that is the drowned earth is the one that really did it. Cause it's one of the few games that I play that has a really, really good system for elevation where, you know, you can put a, like I have a crane piece of terrain. That's like three and a half feet tall. Your models can actually make it to the top of that thing in the game. It's not unusual because of the way the rules work. Well, being able to utilize that vertical terrain lets you play actually on a smaller footprint. Yeah. If you think about it, if you're playing on a two foot square and you got two feet up, that's, that's four feet of space, man. You two feet up, two feet across. That's all kind of space, man. Yeah. So that's fun. And it gives you an opportunity to build a lot of ruined stuff. So if you're, if you play 40 K you already have an urban manhunt table. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and that would just fits perfectly right in there or anything that's, uh, was it, uh, I guess bolt action or bolt. any of the, um, yeah. uh, anything that's going to have a bunch of ruined buildings in it. Yeah. Apocalypse theme yeah. type stuff would fit right in this. Yeah. Oh, alders. This is not a test board would be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. You just maybe put a wall up if you want to kind of simulate that it was yeah. walled off like escape from New York. That'd be well, kind of cool. All right. There you go. Alder, you already have a table set up. Just, yeah. download, just download the book now. And I'm Come sure on. he's got minis. Right? <laughs> I only, we know he's got minis to play. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved right there. Um, what else about it are we missing that we need to? That well, we need to one cover? of the the neat things that's in the 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 core game, basically, but without any of the you know the extra you know doodads and special rules that you can add now, is the the in game momentum. So, oh yeah, it's it's basically uh, an award that you get on rolling crits, I believe. Right. And yeah. you, you get to score points that later in the game, you can use to spend on like a special ability, whether it's a, you know, like a power that your guy has, right. like maybe as a power suit, you know, and it's a activate right. something, or maybe it's a special ammo special shot. Yeah. Or yeah, a special shot or something. So I kind of like that that you can earn this as you go. And then as you get enough of it, it's like a balance thing. It's like, do I want to spend this much right. now for this ability or use it later in game? Maybe to really put me over the top for points. Yeah. Cause I mean, during the game, you can kind of keep track of who's winning and who's losing, but 
maybe you lose track, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't know. So then it's like, you know, you, you're kind of caught up in the moment type of thing. And so I, I like the momentum uh, aspect in the game. I do too. And I, I also like that. Uh, and I already mentioned this a couple of times, but I really like that you can, if you're playing with four people and you have somebody that's long range, if you just get yourself in the right position, you can just steal everybody's kill. That's where terrain is going to kind of really be king there is if you load up the board with a lot of ruins and debris and stuff like that, somebody like Mac can't do that on you. Yes. No, no, no. You just got to get in the right spot, man. And you just, you got to steal the kills. It's the most fun. So as far as themat, well, not, no, not thematically. As far as if I were to gauge it as seriousness level, okay, I would put it, in the category of rumble slam where to me urban manhunt is the kind of game that if you are not laughing at what is happening to your hunter and to the crims and what's going on, I think you're playing it wrong. I really do. I think you're playing it wrong because uh, just like, again, my main example is going back to the, the kill stealing. That was, that was like the highlight of the game because not only did I steal a kill, but it won the game for me. So it just just this funny and fun stuff happening constantly throughout the game that it's just a lot of fun. It's campy. The the artwork is very 80s. Oh yeah. Some of the um, new the new characters they have and the new companion I'm excited to get like data slates for them so yeah. we can use them cuz like they have uh Oh, I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but she was like the fast food worker that has the little mascot guy. So there's actually like you have your hunter and then her, her little mascot that can do stuff on his own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, looks like oh, the fry gosh, guy kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, it's fry guy. I can't remember, I can't remember her name. And then there is actually one miniature that was done in conjunction with Ramshackle Games. That's right. And, uh that's a uh, lollipop. Um I now I can't remember the rest of her name. I'm just it's a blank kind of day. <laughs> I, I've been I've been remodeling my bathroom and I'm like I'm building one to one scale stuff and painting one to one scale. I'm lost in the miniatures thing, but anyway, you can get that one at Ramshackle Games, uh, which is cool. Which Curtis Fell is the sculptor and he does really really cool stuff. Go check him out. Anyway, even if you don't pick up Lollipop, it's still worth checking out. Ramshackle Games because I found a picture of Lollipop actually. There you go. All right, throw her up there. There you go. There you go There's with Lollipop. your teddy bear. Oh, yeah. And did you find a picture of Rooster? Yeah, I did. Let's see a picture of Rooster. Let me pull up Rooster. And I actually, I know I uh, designed a little uh, companion to go with him uh, that I named Hawk. And he's he looks like a little squat chicken hawk type of guy. <laughs> chicken so, hawk. But there's Rooster. There's Rooster McCoy. So That's right exclusive coastal con hunter right there and of course i painted them all up you know he's got his body armor and stuff and he's got a little stogie in there he's got that attitude and oh yeah that's that's the the role-playing aspect that i like oh, yeah. the game you know you can create this character and just you know you write your own story as you play through Abs- the game absolutely. So absolutely that's that's a lot of fun and just don't get sponsored by huffman worldwide <laughs> 
because they don't give you anything. They just expect you to do everything. Yeah, they might give you a, a taco or something. They might know? give you a taco only on Taco Tuesday, though, right? But, only but on Taco that's Tuesday. something in the future coming for Urban Man. That's Hunt. right. That's right. That's the next book. And we'll, the other, the other thing that I like about Urban Man Hunt is that it really gives you an opportunity to play around with terrain. Yeah, um, it's ruins, but you are building a city, and y- you kind of. It's like we always say, the third player. Yeah, it really right? is. Yeah, it's the third player, and you get to play with a lot of things. And you can paint that stuff with plaid paints, also known as, you may know them as Apple Barrel. And I say that because I'm a plaid ambassador, and for terrain painting, that is the paint to have. Because mm-hmm. you really, some people do it. I don't know how they do it. Maybe they sell their kidneys. I, I'm not sure. But I have in front of me some Games Workshop Citadel paint, and I've seen people paint terrain with this stuff. And I'm like, there, whoo, man, that building. I rattle can most of my stuff, so it's oh, maybe yeah. two or three tones, and that's it. Yeah, it's just like, wow. And now, don't get me wrong, the guys that paint with this stuff, their buildings look amazing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I can't spend that much. So I go to the tried and true plaid paints because they're awesome. Shameless plug right there for plaid. <laughs> and I am not even a little bit ashamed, not even a little bit. <laughs> but I think that about wraps it up, right? For our, our re dive into urban manhood. I, I think so. I mean, there's, there's some, there's new stuff for it. So you guys want to go check it out, go to their website. We got it scrolling down below and uh, you know, they got the direct links right to it. So you guys can order it pdf if you want um and there's a lot of free downloads you can you know get if you don't want to order these deck of cards and uh i encourage people to try it out it's it's very cool it's new it's a different type of game you know have some fun with it definitely and i would i would highly recommend the cards just ordering them uh because they're, they're good quality you can get them through war game vault um or drive through rpg i i like i'm i'm a fan of having the cards so but Mm -hmm. that's just me Mm-hmm. So, Eric, why don't you take us out, sir? All right, I'll take us out. Thanks, guys, for joining us for another Indie Invasion Shorts this Wednesday night. Uh, it, we appreciate you guys jumping in and interacting with us. Uh, this was a little bit different tonight where we deep dive into a game. Tonight was a revisit. Uh, but if you guys want to check out the rest of our audio content, visit us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast, among other audio podcast uh, listening devices out there, whatever is your preference, I guess, right? The, the things that play the podcast. Yep, they'll go in your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. We got a lot going on there, projects we're working on. Um, and feel free to drop us a line at indieinvasion at gmail.com if you guys got any ideas of indie games that we've never heard of or that you want to see, you know, focused on a little bit more. Uh, We'll dive into it and check it out. And check us out on the original sponsor of Indie Invasion, Coastal Con website, coastaltext.com. We got the audio podcast on there for you guys to listen to. We have all the links to all these places I just mentioned. And we have some links to our sponsors and friends of the show, Discover Games, uh, Jim, tabletop engineer unipolar games that makes some of our swag so if you want to go on there and check out that stuff if you really need a coffee bug oh and you do you need a coffee you need a coffee bug you can find it there 
But then we also have, if you guys like what we're doing and you want to support the show, please visit us at patreon.com backslash backslash indie invasion. Now we don't require you guys to, I don't know. I still don't know if they call it pledge uh, money to view what we have up there on Patreon, but all the content we have on Patreon, some of it is only posted on Patreon, but is, open for everybody to view so we have a couple different things on there that we don't have on facebook or youtube or you know in the other places so uh but we appreciate if you support us really do and i think the number one thing you guys can do to support us is spread the word tell a friend about this awesome show you listened to that they talked about a game you've never heard of (laughs) but it sounded really cool I think we need to have just to have the tabletop engineer continue to do our spots because he got me wanting to listen to our podcast. There you go. I was like, man, that sounds like a good show. (laughs) Man, I should listen to that one. (laughs) Wayne checked in late. We will catch you. We're glad you popped in on the end. Yeah, you guys, if you're just catching this late, you can view it on our YouTube channel. Uh, which is we've got a lot of new stuff going up on there, and you know you can visit the our Facebook group. We got it. It usually goes up in there right away, so you can rewatch it. But uh, what do you say, Mac? I think that's it, right? I got nothing. All right, you guys. While you're out there hunting those crims down, prepare for the invasion. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>